0: to the IP Mentor Podcast. Are you trying to figure out the best way to clean your home, your business, or your organization? If so, today's episode is for you. I'm Missy Travis, a certified infection preventionist and the creator of the IP Mentor Educational Series. Today, we are going to discuss the basics of cleaning and disinfection. So stay tuned as I teach you practical tips and skills for becoming an expert in infection prevention. Today, I want to talk to you about the basics of cleaning. So I'm going to call this episode Cleaning 101. And we're also going to talk a little bit about disinfection. I think this is such an important topic because so many of us are trying very hard to keep our homes safe and healthy. We're working in our businesses. We're trying to increase cleaning. Um, If you work in a healthcare facility, you are cleaning more than ever. And so it's really important to think about some of the basics of cleaning. So I'm gonna talk about just a few key points about cleaning today. First, I want to talk about high-touch surfaces, because many of us are focusing on cleaning, but one thing that you want to do is focus on your high-touch surfaces, because those are the surfaces that are touched most frequently and used most frequently. Not to say you don't want to do a thorough cleaning at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day but you want to throughout the day hit those high touch surfaces and those are things such as doorknobs handles elevator buttons um, common countertops or places where people are constantly touching those areas or leaning on those areas Um, maybe perhaps vending machines or if you have a keypad Um, But really think about in your home, in your business, in your organization, what are the areas that are touched frequently? Handrails is another one. If you have a staircase or if you just have handrails in a hallway, Um, Just things where people are constantly touching them with their hands. Because even with the emphasis on hand hygiene, we know that people are not performing hand hygiene every moment of the day. They're still going to be touching things um, in between tasks when they haven't cleaned their hands. So it's important not only that we do hand hygiene, but that we also are cleaning those surfaces that are frequently touched by others. The other thing is, is you're mainly wanting to focus on horizontal surfaces whenever you are cleaning. Um, Not to say that you don't want to hit the walls and curtains uh, periodically as they become visibly soiled, but in general you're going to want to focus on the horizontal surfaces because those are the surfaces that are touched most frequently. And so it is important to look at those whenever you are creating a cleaning plan. You want to look primarily at your horizontal surfaces and always remember that you want to clean from clean to dirty. And so what do I mean by that? You want to start with the things that are going to be the cleanest And then do the dirtiest things last. So you want to do bathrooms last always. You don't want to clean a bathroom and then come out and clean a public area. Um, You want to do the bathroom last, if at all possible, um, because that would be your dirtier area. And then, of course, you're going to change up your um, cleaning solution possibly what you're using to clean with, um, if you're using a microfiber cloth or you're using um, another type of washcloth or scrub brush, um, you want to look at the manufacturer's instructions to see um, how long you can use that, but definitely you don't want to use it after you've been in a dirty area. And definitely if you've cleaned up some blood or body fluids, or if you're in a kitchen area, I talked about this not long ago on a podcast where I was talking about just little things that you can do to reduce infection. If you're cleaning in your kitchen, you want to pay attention. If you're cleaning an area where you were just handling raw meat um, or vegetables that had not been cleaned yet, you don't want to clean that area and then move on to an area um, that's visibly clean because you're moving from clean to dirty. You always want to do the dirtier areas last. Um, soft surfaces. I get a lot of questions about soft surfaces and how do I clean my couch or how do I clean um, the rugs? And you know, you can look at different products. There are a lot of good products now um, that you can use for soft surfaces, um, but they're harder to clean because many times they're stuffed with cotton or cushions. And it's, you know, hard to ever get all the way through to clean, Um, but many times you can get the surface cleaned. And what I recommend, if you know it's going to be um, something in a public area where multiple people are going to be sitting on that chair, on that couch, I would get a material that is slick that can be cleaned. Something like vinyl. Um, you know that you can easily clean there's a lot of fabrics now that they make uh, to be cleaned that actually have the feel of a softer fabric but they have um, a texture that can actually be cleaned and disinfected so I would look for um, things like that and if you're in a public area I would avoid things like pillows things that you can't easily wipe down in between people Um, I would try to avoid those things and really uh, focus more on having uh, furniture items or things that multiple people are going to touch or use to be a material that can be easily cleaned in between people. Contact time is another basic principle that is very important when you're talking about cleaning. And before I get to contact time, let me just first go back and talk about cleaning versus disinfection because um, many times this can get confused. Cleaning is when you're gonna go in and get rid of all the visible dirt, the visible soil. Disinfection is when you are actually um, killing germs or viruses. Now, some of your disinfectants are a cleaner, and a disinfectant, but you've still got to use uh, friction to get those um, visible, the visible soil off the surface. So most of the time, you're going to want to clean the surface first because you'll find a lot of your disinfectants and some of your cleaners, they're not gonna do as good of a job if you have a lot of visible soil on the surface or visible d- dirt. So you wanna get rid of that. You wanna clean the surface and then make sure that you're doing the disinfection. And for the disinfection, there is something called contact time. And what that means is that's the amount of time that a disinfectant needs to be present on a surface to actually kill the germs or the viruses. And if you look on the disinfectant that you are using many times on the bottle or on the canister, it will say how long it needs to sit. And most of the time, it will be anywhere between 5 to 10 minutes. And I really wouldn't want to use anything over 10 minutes because most of us are not going to allow something to stay wet for longer than 10 minutes, especially if we're talking about high-touch surfaces because that's usually a busy area and people are constantly going in and out. So you want something that is going to disinfect quickly. And so really you want to stay around five minutes or less in those very busy areas and then if you're doing your end of the day cleaning or if you're in your home and you have time that you can wait the 10 minutes then that's perfectly fine to do that another principle um, talking about disinfectants is many disinfectants that we use today are quaternary ammonium disinfectants And one thing to keep in mind with this particular disinfectant, many times they're called quats for short, um, is that you can have something called quaternary binding. And what that means is sometimes if you're using a particular cloth, it can bind to the quaternary ammonium. And so what that means is, is it will actually suck the cleaner into the cloth and it won't get onto the surface because it sticks to the cloth. And so it really doesn't do any good for you. You're wiping your surface down thinking that you're disinfecting and you're not. The cloth is actually absorbing all of our disinfectant. So if you are um, in a business and you have implemented some of these disinfectants and quats are good disinfectants you just want to look at the types of materials you are using um, along with the disinfectant and many times you can talk to especially if you are buying from a larger company you can talk to the company you can talk to a manufacturer's representative and they can tell you Um, what's appropriate to use with their disinfectant. But keep that in mind because you definitely don't want to waste your time and your money on a disinfectant that's just going to be absorbed into a cloth and not really clean your surfaces. And then finally, just remember that disinfectants, Um, Although they're very good to help us keep our environment clean and kill germs, they can be dangerous to your health. There are some that um, can be hazardous to your health if you're not uh, wearing the appropriate personal protective equipment, such as gloves. Some even require a mask and uh, goggles. And so if you are using one of those more intense, disinfectants, um, be sure that the people who are using those, um, the employees, that they are wearing the appropriate personal protective equipment. And I tend to recommend disinfectants that don't require a lot of personal protective equipment and that are less hazardous uh, to people in a public area because you want to get the safest product that you can that is going to kill the fastest and do a good job and and there are plenty of products out there that will meet the bill for that so you just have to look around and talk to different people and you can find something like that and so that you are not using chemicals that are harmful uh, to your customers and to your employees. So these are some of the basics of cleaning and I would love to hear from you if you have some other questions or tips go over to my Facebook group IPNC Consulting and post any questions you have for me about this podcast or if you have some good cleaning tips um, I would love for you to share those with me and I hope to see you back here next week. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure and subscribe and then that way you will know when new episodes come out and you will not miss anything that's coming up in the future from this podcast. And remember, I'm here to help you become an expert in infection prevention by teaching you practical skills that you can't learn from a book. I hope to see you next week. Are you in charge of a business, organization, or sports team? If so, I have an important question for you. Are you prepared for COVID-19? If not, I have the perfect solution for you. And it's fast and easy. You can download my free COVID-19 preparedness checklist and schedule a consultation with me. I will review your practices and certify that you are following the appropriate recommendations. Check out my website, ipncconsulting.com, for details.